I'm Reed Hudson, and welcome to Thundercast. This week on Thundercast, I will be talking with Mr. Mike Caldwell about his career at Eastern Green High School. Mr. Caldwell, thank you for joining me this week on Thundercast. What is your history at Eastern Green? Uh, my history is uh, after graduating uh, from Indiana University in 1980, um, the fall of 1980, I started working here, and I've um, just I will complete 38 years here uh, this spring. And then, why did you decide to go into art? Into art, um, I started out in college, and it's funny a lot of my friends that majored in art had the same. Uh, usually, with the fathers, they had the same discussion: what What can you do with this? What How can you make any money? And so, I started out in marketing and business, and my my. Uh, Heart wasn't really in it. I, I really spent uh, just the minimum amount of time in the classes to do okay. And I took an art class uh, because that's really what I liked. And uh, I realized that I needed to, to switch my major to art. And uh, the most obvious way of making money with art, at least in this country, is to be a, a public school teacher. So uh, I got into art education. And why do you enjoy art so much? What I enjoy, um, everybody, uh, when you're young, you have some little, uh, I hope everybody has this experience, you, you find something that you uh, have some uh, ability in. And I, I can remember in kindergarten, uh, our first drawing lesson, the teacher holding up a drawing I made and said it was good. So I felt like it was a strength I had, and I, and I liked doing it. And people seem to, everybody likes to have something they're proud of. People used to say, oh, I like that, or you drew that, or you did that, or... You know, um, I got lots of praise about it, so it seemed obvious that was my strength. And have you applied that to the classroom? Uh, in the classroom, yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm always drawing examples for people. Not as much now that we have the Internet. I can show better examples um, on the wall. Um, and I've always had some art project going on the side that I'll show students I'm working on or I'll, I'll show them drawings I've done or something. Uh, yeah. How is teaching now compared to teaching when you first started? When I first started Eastern High School, I think at 175 total students. So that's like two classes now compared, you know, uh, that's almost uh, twice the size, I guess. I'm terrible with numbers, but yeah. And so we have like a, almost 100 a class now. And uh, there, it was just a smaller world, smaller school, um, smaller classes. You had more time then because there were fewer students to uh, work individually now I you know I have to do a lot of classroom management and keeping track of people but uh, yeah it's uh, more students and a bigger school and how has art changed over time or has it well uh, thankfully <laughs> I I did not become um, adept to digital art and digital arts really coming on and uh, I'm happy to say my replacement is very uh, savvy of digital arts and I really haven't had a lot of interest in it um, and I'm sure if I if I took classes and 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 got some training in it, I would would be better at it and, and be more sympathetic to it. But that's the biggest change. And you know, you go to movies and stuff, and uh, everything's digital and special effects, and everything's done now instead of what used to be to hand done. Uh, so, yeah, digital art is where everything's going. And what art style do you enjoy the best? Uh, I like things that incorporate different things like paintings, drawings, and sculpture together, multimedia type things where you'll have a, you know, like a, a painting, but maybe there's a three-dimensional object sticking out of it. Or, um, and I like abstract art, art that really isn't supposed to look like anything so that the colors, 
you could associate the colors with some experience you've had or you know it makes the brain think about you know what do I what why does this seem familiar to me but yet not familiar you know I like kind of mysterious stuff what has been your favorite piece that you have made uh in my life let's see uh I uh got picked for a uh about 10 years ago I got picked for a summer uh workshop in Chicago and I got spent a uh, a week in downtown Chicago and uh, they turned us loose and let us make art on our own. And I did lots of drawings downtown because it, it, you know, from coming from Greene County, you walked out of your hotel every day, and here was the Chicago skyline with these huge monolithic buildings and stuff, and they just seemed so imposing and had such a presence. I did lots of drawings of them, and I tried to stay away from the details of them, but just the the way they took the the skyline away and. Um, how big they were, and uh, they were a big hit with my class and the teachers, and uh, that's probably the, uh, that's that's 10 years ago, but that's probably the, uh, one of my uh, favorite things I've done. What do you think of the situation of art in schools today? Uh, a lot of schools are dropping art, and, I, and, I, and Eastern has had a high school art program since 1960, since its inception. And I thought I would feel kind of like a failure if I left here and there wasn't a replacement for me. So uh, they had, they decided, Mr. Lewis and others decided they were still going to have art. But if they were waffling on that or thinking thinking about not, and that's not what they were thinking about, it turned out, um, I was trying to think of arguments to keep it. And, I st- and these were only names I knew. And uh, I started making a list of people that have careers in visual arts as graphic designers, teachers, uh, art people that are just artists on the hire, people that do portrait painting. I came up with 30 names. So about every year, I was graduating someone that was going to be have a career in visual arts. And uh, I was really proud of that because really those are the only ones I know of. I mean, there are probably obviously people I don't know, but I came up with 30 that I know. And um, I think that I, I'm very proud of that. Um, and I know a lot of it's the nature of the beast. I mean, those people were probably going to be artists no matter what I did, but I, I hope I had something to do with it, and I hope that I gave them something that they can use and be successful with and got them interested on a path to, to be doing that. Why is continuing to have art in school so important? I always hate uh, when you hear the news media. They, they criticize public school systems, and they say, oh, Japan is this, and... China does this, and um, we, I think public schools in the United States are, are fantastic because uh, they still try to have a good liberal arts, liberal arts uh, background where it's, you're, you know, I use well-rounded sounds real hokey or old-fashioned, but I guess that's what I mean. Um, so you can have experiences in music, art, um, you know, we have sports teams, we have all these things to do besides you know, you've got to be, you got to know mathematics and, and you've got to be able to write and all that stuff. But it's just, uh, it's where you get to throw a lot of those different, th- art's one of those things where you can mass associate lots of different things together, you know. And uh, so um, it's one of those, pl- it's just kind of a platform to use your intellect, you know, to make something, be creative and make a personal statement. And what are you going to be doing after retirement? In retirement, I plan to do art, and I also am a, am a musician, and I play guitar, and I've done that for a long time. And, uh, like, uh, I've done uh, rock and roll. Th- I love 
love rock and roll and the history of rock and roll, and I, I've been doing art that kind of incorporates rock and roll, and, and um, I'm, I write songs, and I play guitar, and so, and I've got a piece of property that's kind of big, and I'll have to take care of that. I'm looking forward to kind of making it more interesting than it's been. I haven't had time, but uh, see how that goes. Why did you originally uh, decide to come to Eastern? Well, I got out of IU, and I, I did a bunch of interviews, and I was offered three jobs. Uh, and uh, I love Bloomington, and uh, three of my friends were just behind me in school, and they were still living in t- town. And I thought, well, I can live with them, and it'll be cheap for a while. Uh, my original salary here was like $10,000 a year. And uh, so uh, that made a difference. I was offered a job in Fort Wayne and a job in Vincennes. And uh, Fort Wayne was just, just too different. Uh, too far away for me and it's not that far away but then it seemed too far away and uh, being around Bloomington it's a special place and, and Greene County is a special place too. And how is Greene County a special place? Well no, you may talk about special how special this place is. I'm, I'm talking to you. I had your mother in school. I went to a meeting last night of uh, people going to Washington DC parents of eighth graders. About 75 percent of the parents I had in school um, it's just amazing. I don't know where time went, but you know, to, to it's been very neat to have children of children. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, of course, I'm old, but. <laughs> <laughs> what other activities have you done for Eastern outside of school? Uh, I I coached sports for years. I started girls cross country at this school, and uh, I've got a lot of pride in that. I started girls golf here. We didn't have a girls golf team, and. Uh, I used to be involved with more sports when I was younger, um, and I've from from the till just a couple of years ago. I coach I coach girls sports here for 30 years. I got a plaque for uh, recognize me for that, and um, yeah, I um, I'm real proud of the cross country though. I've had I've coached several girls that were Division One athletes and stuff and track and cross country and yeah did that too. Um, why did you decide to coach? Um, it's a little more money, and um, also a lot of schools were dropping uh, visual arts, and I thought, well, you know, they might be less likely to drop me if I've got <laughs> these programs going and I'm coaching and doing all these other things. You know, don't don't cut that guy. You know, he's he's doing this and he's doing that. So that was part of it too. But I didn't. I really enjoyed it, and and I was lucky to be successful. And when your uh, your teams are successful and they're winning. It's like a big party at the end, and the parents are all real happy, and the kids are all real happy. It's real joyful, and it's, it's winning is a lot of fun. Uh, tell me about yourself. Well, my father and mother both went to college. My mother was um, a nurse. My father was a lab technician, and uh, from early on, they said I had to go to college. I mean, it's never. I mean, had you have to go, and. Uh, so I'm really thankful to them that that uh, that they did that. Back then, college was way more affordable than now, so it was very easy to go to college. But there were jobs, so you were turning down a pretty good job to go to college back when I was young. And uh, so they came from real hardworking families. My <clears throat> mother's dad worked in an oil field and uh, drilled oil wells. And my dad's father, he was part of the second or third generation that ran a ferry boat across the river between Illinois and Indiana, and they held four or five cars, and they would take cars back and forth all day long across the river. And my dad, uh, he didn't want to do that, and he never wanted me to have to do something like that either. And uh, 
he was always he was a real funny guy he uh loved me i mean every I, it's funny i think i was thinking about the other day all the things that i really like are are the things he liked so he had a big influence on me and, um yeah i went to college uh, worked at a job uh went back then you could work a job and go to college and and uh paid for it myself kind of because back then you could get loans but you didn't need to borrow that much money not like today and uh got this job here met my wife here uh my son who's adopted um uh, the adoption happened through families i know here uh so i owe <laughs> my wife my son my <laughs> life to eastern school take me through a day of your of your life today uh today like us uh, like all days you know you get up and uh how many beads do I have for the uh, seventh grade to make bead animals? When I get to the high school, well, we're not going to be in the room today. Uh, what room are we going to be in? Uh, <laughs> we're building or tearing my windows out. Um, usually it's just you get up and you start thinking about what you got to have for that day. Um, and uh, get home, talk to my wife, play with the dogs and mow grass and um, – wait for the nice summers to come along and have things to do and school year just flies by it seems like because your days are so busy with stuff going on um how will you cope with like not having school or um, it should be pretty easy i will <laughs> i will be able to cope with that what i will not i'm sure will make me sad is that uh, i'll miss you know talking to people talking to students and uh, a lot of people my age when i talk with them they seem older than I am, and I, I and my and in my mind they don't they don't teach. In my mind, I think it's because I interact with young people, and I and I hear about youth culture, and I hear about you know what's going on. Uh, you guys are the you know you're on top of technology and all these things, and I know about those things, and uh, I will miss I will really miss all that. I'll have to try to be uh, more savvy, I guess, with the internet and figure out what's <laughs> happening. Uh, but uh, I miss that. What are you most looking forward to? Um, just being restful and uh, having rest and uh, get myself in better shape. It's, and I, as, I've, as I've gotten older, if, if I can rest, I can ex really exercise. I mean, if, if I can sleep in, I really can. I could exercise. I could ride bike, swim, <laughs> run or whatever till the sun went down and do it at four or five days a week. So... I mean, I'm not going to do it every day, but I'm going to do things like that and really try to get myself in really good shape. And because um, the you know the better shape you are, the better you feel. And uh, it, uh, it if you stay in shape, uh, a biologist told me one time the cells in your body will look like a young person if you are in good shape. So uh, yeah, uh, stay in shape and do all all the things I want to do and try to get a little better at everything that I do. Uh, what's motivated you uh, throughout the course of your teaching? Uh, just all the, you know, I had all these jobs here, like the coaching and teaching and stuff. I wanted to see people. I tried to individualize, help with people and get them interested in what, you know, going a little farther what they're doing and um, making art important to people, uh, make them realize how it's, it's in their world. Maybe they don't see it, but it's it's there in their world. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I am proud of 38 years. I was feeling kind of wimpy about it, like, oh, my gosh, you're, you know, you're retiring and, and you're kind of a wimp or something. And uh, Mr. Heshman, uh, 
who's probably physically a tough guy. I mean, I was, when I started here, he was like a rough, tough, go get him guy. And he walked up to me the other night at the top 10. And he said, you, you know, I heard you're retiring. I said, yeah. And he said, well, how many years do you have in here? And I said, 38. And he said, that's how many years I taught. <laughs> so I walked out of there with a little more spring in my step because if uh, I matched Mr. Heshman, uh, I feel pretty good about it. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today on Thundercats. Thank you, Reed. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. We would like to thank Bloombank for help making this podcast possible. Also, please tune in for our next episode coming soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast@egreen.k12.in.us. You can subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast on iTunes and Google Play. All content of this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without expressed written permission. All rights reserved. Thank you very much for listening.